On today's Moment in Time, we'll be looking at that most famous of Roman emperors, Gaius Caligula. Caligula came to the Roman throne in the year 37 CE at the age of just 25 years. In his veins ran the bloodlines of both sides of the civil war that ended Rome's republic and began her empire. On his mother's side, he was the grandson of Augustus, who was the nephew of Julius Caesar and the man who had finalized Rome's transition away from the rule by representatives of the Senate. On his father's side, he was the grandson of Mark Antony, who was defeated by Augustus's forces at the Battle of Actium in 31 BCE. He came of age in the reign of Augustus's successor, Tiberius, who was widely seen as a cruel and arbitrary ruler. Upon Tiberius's death and Caligula's accession, the Senate and people of Rome expected a return to normalcy and rational governance. They were to be disappointed. Caligula is well known, even in popular culture, as having been insane. Historians differ, however, as to when his madness began. Some of the sources claim that he was not so much insane as simply evil, and give accounts of terrible incidents in his childhood as evidence. Others point to a prolonged illness that began a few months at, into his rule. Some of the sources claim that he was not so much insane as simply evil, and give accounts of terrible incidents in his childhood as evidence. Others point to a prolonged illness that began a few months into his rule, after which he was never the same. Indicators of his precarious mental state included erecting a shrine to himself as a god in the Temple of Jupiter after having first had an argument with the statue about his use of the space, impounding ships to make a bridge on the Gulf of Bay so that he could ride his horse across it because he had once been told that he was as likely to become emperor as he was to ride his horse across the water, and naming his favorite horse as a senator. In the third year of his reign, he decided to conduct a military campaign in Germany and France. He accomplished little and ended his campaign at the Atlantic coast, there ordering his soldiers to collect pretty seashells and stones on the beach as their spoils of war. It was not long after his return from this campaign that plots to assassinate him began to circulate. The one that ended successfully was led by a member of his personal guard, Cassius Cara, who was offended not only by Caligula's terrible rule, but was also regularly publicly humiliated by the emperor. On a prearranged signal, Caligula was stabbed repeatedly by Cara and a few others of the guard. His wife and daughter were also killed. When his death was announced, some refused to believe it, fearing that it was a trick by the emperor who sought to root out enemies. But when the truth of his death was assured, the Senate met to discuss how to react. While they debated restoring the representative government of the Republic, the Praetorian guards chose a new emperor for them, Caligula's uncle Claudius. Any hope the senators had of restoring the Republic was gone. I'm Christina DeClerc Zalagi, and this moment in time is a production of Delta College Broadcasting in collaboration with Delta's History Department.